to Corporate Thought, the podcast where we talk about everything from food to family to music to the life of entrepreneurship and anything and everything else that makes life worth living. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Mark Marling, and I am here today for a special episode with my summertime co-host, my daughter, Annalie Marling. Hey, Annalie. Hi, Papa. You know, it's a little sad that I'm recording this with you, and yet we're not even like together. We're not even sitting. We're not even sitting together and doing this. We're we're doing this by Zoom, like I do most of these uh, podcasts these days. Yeah, maybe like the later ones will be together. But yeah. I miss you. I miss you too. So, what do you, uh, you know? What do you think about this whole, like you went to school now for, you went to school for several months by Zoom, like Zoom's become a part of your life that I guess it never was before, right? Yeah, we had to learn all about how to use it and how, like, learning with our teachers, like the process. And was that weird? Yeah, it was. So do you it think It was really... Go ahead. <laughs> it was really weird at first because like it's new for everybody. So it's not like you had someone to ask questions if you were confused. Right. And I mean, you, I, I don't know, actually, you can tell me better than I can tell you for sure. Like, you know, I know you think like email is antiquated and you guys text more. Like, do you guys, I don't know, do you friends like FaceTime? Is that really not a thing? I mean, I FaceTime with my friends or like since we all know Zoom now, we do that. But emails mainly just school. Gotcha. So does so now you Zoom with your friends. So is that becoming like an acceptable form of teenage communication? Yeah, because FaceTime, you can only FaceTime with like Apple, like phones and stuff. And then Zoom, since we all have it, like my friends from school, then if we like we were studying for our science exams, so my friends and I, we just Zoomed. Gotcha. You think that? Do you think even if you go back to in-class classes, that use of like Zoom or other technology that will continue? I think it will continue. I don't know if it will continue by like me and my friends if we don't have to use it because it's just kind of like you think about it. We think Zoom, we think school. So I don't know if we would just use it not for school, but right. I think it will definitely be used by like companies probably. Oh well, sure. So what do you, um, do you feel like it's the same as being together or is it just awkward and weird? Uh, it's kind of awkward and weird. Cause like you could be zooming or something and then there could be like a random kid in the background or like a friend or like just like distractions or someone could not be on mute or something. And just like a whole another category of distractions could pop up when you're on zoom. Right. And I guess for schoolwork, that's probably even more more troubling. Yeah, it, it was okay, but it was kind of like hard with like classes to figure out how to like raise hands and do all that, like the same things you would normally do in a classroom, but like on a computer and not in person. Right. So the the adopting these new technologies or adopting these new ways is, you know, you, you've been in school for enough years that you're kind of set in your ways. I'm assuming, I guess if you were younger, maybe that wouldn't be the same thing if this was all brand new for you, and but school was brand new. If you started like online from day one. Yeah. 
like it wasn't like everyone knew what to do it was kind of like joining a whole new school like type of school so how does it feel like what do you guys think about covid like what what um do you guys ever talk do you do your friends ever talk about it are they afraid what 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 generally goes through their heads or your head i mean generally it's kind of like it's like terrible and stuff because it's affecting so many people in different families and like just like life right now i mean also we all want it to be over so we can see each other and like especially like when we are quarantined quarantine like so we can go out in bigger groups and like things back to normal but i mean i think a lot of it is like i mean some of my friends and i we complain like the people who don't follow follow like the mask rules or something like people who put like the mask under their nose were like why do you do that like it's not doing anything or like people who don't like follow the whole mask in like the grocery store or something like we just kind of we talk about that because like they're not gonna help help it like it's not going to do anything good so you think their 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 refusal to 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 follow the generally accepted norms if you will like like that's like you're it's unfortunate or it's a bad thing like you wish they just followed the rules yeah like i see wearing a mask as like something you have to do and i think those people they're like oh it's a guideline but I don't think it is. I think it's like something it helps, it protects you and it will protect other people because they don't know who you've come in contact with either. Right. So, I mean, you're on vacation, you're away. So you're, you're trying to have a little bit of a normal summer. Yeah. But it's not exactly a normal summer. Yeah. Like we go out and we go hiking and stuff and we always have like our kind of neck face masks that we can pull up if we see people like we went hiking yesterday and we were just we pulled up our face mask if we passed people because we just there's like the groups were kind of spread out but it was still like something that we did and some groups just wore their face masks the whole time some group didn't have them but it wasn't it's definitely different definitely yep i think definitely different is a fair way to explain it <laughs> yeah so what does that I mean, what do you guys think about like the next school year? Do you, are you, do you, do you have opinion? Do you think you're going back to class? Do you, do you, I mean, I'm sure you want to sort of, it's weird to say that my kid wants to go back to school. Yeah, that's definitely really weird. Like we used to be asked by our teachers like, oh, who really wants to go back to school? And we'd all like raise our hands at some point at the end. Cause it's nice like seeing people and like walking around like talking to friends like outside of class because a lot of my friends that I don't have class with this year then I just like didn't talk to them as much as I would like outside of like classrooms or like on break or something so that was kind of sad but I do want to go back but if I know it will definitely be different like I kind of hope I mean of course I hope that we go back and not like wait a month or two or something but it would definitely be different like with sports and everything yeah, because you play volleyball, and so in all sports in general, will be probably a little tougher to 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 have um, in school. Yeah, especially like competition, like practice. You can probably in some sports figure out how to like be like good at washing your hands and stuff after touching the same ball or like hand sanitizer, or Clorox or something. 
but like in a game then the ball is just going back and being passed by everybody especially in like volleyball yeah all you need is one person to cough and everyone will run away from the ball <laughs> yeah right definitely it'd be a new way to serve make sure you cough right before you serve yeah everyone no clocks your wipes before you touch the ball with your serve yeah that's it's i think that we have to figure out what i, I don't like the term new normal but i think we have to get some idea of what that's going to look like and start to understand that things just won't probably ever go back to exactly the way they were before yeah you know? maybe that's for good though because people will be like washing their hands more and like like kind of looking at their self from a new perspective on like them touching like a door handle and like thinking like and now i need to go wash my hands and like i know mama like whenever we get back from like a store like even before all this she'd always have us like use a car wipe on our hands to make sure since we like touched everything so maybe that will be like the new normal but it will be like in a good way to 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 be relatively cleaner and to take more precautions yes like just normal like like washing your hands more and things like that yeah and kids will probably be brought up like washing your hands and doing all that instead of like ignoring all those things even though even though your parents always told you to do that anyway yeah well okay. but this time they'll be like here's here's some incentive don't get sick right we don't want you to die so wash your hands yeah <laughs> don't get the virus wash your hands yeah something like that a new children's book <laughs> a new children's book oh so you could be authoring that that could be a whole new thing for you yeah right the children's books on cleanliness <laughs> why not so i mean we uh, have all the time yeah you gotta you gotta come up with some things well I, I was telling someone today and actually uh some of our hour since you're involved now audience <laughs> already knows from posts that i made and from what i recorded uh before we started this that essentially you know i was i was very much um pushing you and your sister to find some extracurricular activities because the one problem with um the online learning and um other things is that you weren't getting anything outside of the general schoolwork right you didn't have sports you didn't have any clubs or activities everything like as you know life has been on hold right yeah, so and you're often just like sitting down watching netflix watching youtube zooming yeah i mean how many how many seasons of whatever shows have you watched probably a lot oh, right i watched so many seasons of shows and like started so many shows and ended so many shows yeah so that doesn't necessarily make your dad happy by the way <laughs> um you know especially you you're the reader so i'd surprise so you've been reading books too i'm sure i've been reading books too so but that's the um you know so when you said hey i'll come and do your podcast with you I, how could i say no to that because it's an opportunity for you to to do something different and outside of your comfort zone and outside of your norm yeah and if you said no you'd look like a bad dad oh okay well that too <laughs> <laughs> so aren't you glad i don't look like a bad dad or maybe you still think i am but hopefully not <laughs> no you're, you're a great dad oh thank you so so yeah so you've had this is this 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 summer is just is just um or this year is just crazy i think it's crazy to to adults of all ages i think it's probably crazy for for teens as well right yeah because you know and it because and i i you know i follow your social media posts and i see the things that you 
seem interested or comment on and we talk to, but of course our audience doesn't necessarily know that, but you know, I know that you have a lot of opinions as it pertains to, you know, the other big subject of the day, although there's probably a lot of big subjects of the day, but you know, um, race relations in America and really maybe worldwide, right? Yes. And I know you, and I know this is something of, I don't know if it's of interest to you or it's something that you seem to be spending a lot of time in terms of what you post, at least what I notice, seems to be around that topic. Well, it's relevant and like a lot of people need to learn information. So it's interest of me right now to like educate myself. Okay. So that's good. So you're, so, so you're taking the opportunity to educate yourself, you think? Yeah. Cause like, I don't know the situations they go through as like a white person here but i like i like learning about other people and i want to see what i can do by like signing petitions and stuff as i can so educating myself is part of that so you have always seemed to me for a long time to be um uh a an individual who's very concerned about how other people are doing or your concern for other people. And I, I can say that even from when you were younger than you are now, that you were always worried about, about others uh, and you had a particular interest. I mean, even you had the opportunity to go and participate in a multicultural um, project, you know, last year, but generally speaking, you're, you're more you I don't know. I, I would say you're more tuned into it than I was at your age. Yeah. I mean, I think that has to do with my friends and like their beliefs and them kind of just like guiding me and then me just like all the stuff that's happening right now that needs to be taken care of. Like, I just want to educate myself and spread the word on things. So do you think, and I, and I, 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 this is not to put pressure on your generation at all. Although I think with each succeeding generation, maybe they're getting there maybe because of technology. And when I say technology, really it's communication. And maybe as communication paths have gotten easier and broader and we, and, and it's easier to communicate uh, yeah. than ever before that there is um, that each generation is maybe getting it a little bit better, you know, that, that you guys um, I, I, I'm not going to say are colorblind, but you are, you're less, you're, you're less, um, focused. I don't say focused maybe is the wrong word, but you're, you're, you're more cognizant of our, our, the things that make us similar than the things that make us different. How about that? Yeah. Cause I mean, I think you're right. Every generation getting better and stuff. And I think our generation, I mean, I think I'm the best, but I'm a little biased, Of course. but I mean, we have so much information at our fingertips that you didn't have as a kid too. Like we've got like computers and Google and Safari and everything that we can use to educate ourselves and to, you know, write about and like Instagram posts, like post about and just like learn. So definitely. Yeah. Gen we, Z. we didn't, we didn't have those things. You know, we had newspapers and we had, <laughs> we had the encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. You we have that, that online. You have that online. It's like, do you even know what an encyclopedia is? We have Britannica for school. Oh, okay. I'm just checking. I don't. Sometimes you, you know, you look at me like I'm crazy. Well, it's online, but 
but it's something. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can you can you can adapt and 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 movements can start faster, right? You're, you're yeah, and we're like the next generation that's doing everything. So we gotta educate ourselves up. So do you worry about where you do you worry about the sources where you learn things from? Uh, yeah. I mean, just like you know, the way you raised me, I don't like use Fox News or anything like that. I mean, when when I was like, we had to do like current events for school or something then i just found myself going for like bbc which i know every, that's what they you guys know me as like whenever i have to like find an article for like a class or something i'll just go on bbc because i just like the way they set it up okay Input so do you, do, you, do you think do you think they're more newsy than other than other online news i'm, I'm curious i i we've never talked about this do you think that yeah i mean i haven't really thought about that that much I guess I just like know the way they're set up. I mean, I like how they have like different countries all set up. I don't really know them compared to other ones because that's the one I have used like most recently. So I wouldn't, I couldn't say. Okay, but that's 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 your general news sources to go to the BBC. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. And I think that you know there is some question. Um, I mean, I'm sure you have heard the expression of fake news. Oh yeah. Do you think I you like, see, go ahead? Oh, well, like in school, when we have to like cite for papers or something, they're always like, here's like sources that you should use, like, don't use these sources because fake news. Like, we've learned all about that in school. So, you can go. Gotcha. So, I mean, it's it's tough. Like, I mean, if you're on and social media, I mean, there are people who think they get their news from Twitter or I don't know, probably even Instagram. I mean, certainly, new, certainly Facebook. People think, and I know kids don't, I don't know, kids don't really use Facebook. Not really. <laughs> Not really. I understand. You know, I, I don't use Facebook either. So I'm with you. <laughs> okay. So I think, uh, but I think that is a, um, I think it's interesting that as each generation finds its own, its own path a little bit towards certain, certain tools or certain things that make sense to them. Yeah. You know, that's, like, that's how you find things. Yeah. And I think my like Instagram and TikTok is like geared towards like my interests and that being like this movement too. Yeah. So what, so what about this? So you said you want to educate yourself, but what about this movement captivates you or makes you spend time and then post information as opposed to, I don't know what, posting information about Justin Bieber or something. And by the way, I'm glad you don't post things about Justin Bieber. <laughs> I mean, one, I wouldn't want to post something like that right now just to, and like take away from the movement and kind of seem ignorant. Like, so I wouldn't do that just for me. But I mean, I found, I mean, I've done like a lot of different, I've learned a lot of different things that I didn't know. But a lot of it was like, that I thought was interesting was like whitewashing people for like school or like not learning about certain like historical figures that were like African American or black in school. Like, I thought that was interesting. Like, I read somewhere that Beethoven was black and I was like, I've seen him, it's just like a white, painting like I've seen him like that but he was like described as not German or like and his like mom was like black and Muslim or something like that which I thought was like completely interesting because I never heard any other yeah I have I, I I'm going to have to go back and now look at this because I have not heard that yeah I've seen that like a couple different places I mean of course it could be fake news but I've 
I mean, they had like stuff to back themselves up. And I was like, that's completely different than what I thought. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of things in history that are, that have been ignored for sure. Uh, and, um, you see, you see that you see that unfortunately, uh, and you guys don't really have like textbooks in school the way that we did, at least not your school. It doesn't seem that way, but you know, we used to get these, well, you, you, I think in sixth grade, you had textbooks, we had a book, book cover on them and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And, you know, those textbooks can be really much out of date. And also it's really up to the, the publisher of what they put out there. So, so this, this interests you because you, because it, because you are, you're a curious person, you want to understand, or is again, come back to this idea that you are, that, that you are concerned about people being wronged. Like concerned about people. Cause like this whole movement, it's from like, kind of, I mean, it's lasted forever, but like, it's just spurred up because of like the deaths of like George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and so many others, like that are just so wrong. And like, so I just want to educate myself so I can educate others so I can like do something to make that not happen to anyone. Right. So you're kind of hoping that, that, that a future will look brighter and will be more and, and will be more just. Is that fair? Oh yeah. Something better come out of this. Like good. It better not be like, it shouldn't be something that just like is put down or like stopped. It's gotta be like something that spurs something. Have you, and I don't know in your lifetime, have you, have you seen things that have sort of been a big thing and then faded away to nothing? I mean, like, I don't know, like historic, like kind of like history wise. Well, I, I think like know. we've had, we've had, there have been, you are aware of the civil rights movement in the 1960s, right? Yeah. And so you're aware of, so, so there was a movement then, but yet there's still inequality today. So I'm not saying it faded away completely to nothing, but it like the noise died down. It became just part of life again. And we, and we moved on without really yeah. solving our problems. Right. It shouldn't be like, it shouldn't go back to normal. Cause it's not normal for like the African-Americans. Like it, that's not normal. It's not like just. If they're not, if they're not treated equally. Yeah. No, I mean, I think all people should be treated as people, right? Yeah. And like when I put up on like my Instagram feed, I don't want people to be like, oh, I wish Instagram like stories will go back to normal. Like, no, they're not. We're, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to keep posting it on it. Because you want to because you want to see a change. Yes. Right. So what do, so do you have an, an idea of of what change will look like? I mean, I think just like reforming the police. That's a step and like charging the killers with like murder mm -hmm. and then maybe just like taking a look and letting like african-american voices like tell their stories and not like hushing it up like doing something like that and definitely taking down statues like so how do you statues so how do you feel about the statues i think they should be taken down like people are like oh it's history but like I saw like a post like like there's no like Nazi statues in Germany like no like Nazi flags hanging everywhere like if you they can be put in a museum if you want to look at them but like I don't think people really go out I mean I don't know but people I don't see people like going out there and being like admiring the statues 
Like, it's just kind of, it's like they need to be taken down. That's my view, at least. Gotcha. So do you, do you, do you talk to your friends about these things? Yeah. I mean, I've been talking with my friends, especially from like my diversity conference that I, that you mentioned I went to. Like I've talked to some of my friends from there, just like their views because they're in different states too. So, I mean, I've talked to my friends about it. Like all my friends, they're all basically, they're all like in the same mindset as me, which I really enjoy. And like, I'm really happy about that. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, we've been talking. You have. So what's the, I was going to say is, have you, do you hear, do you hear differing opinions? Do you hear people who say, who say differently? Or do you think that it's it pretty uniformly, everyone's sort of taking this, that amongst the people you know, in your age group are taking the same sort of position on things? I mean, I've heard people say differently and I'm always open to, for someone to like educate me if I'm wrong. Like if I'm wrong about any of it, then I'd want someone to tell me so I can learn. But I mean, most of the people, I think most the people that I see that I don't like the most people I look out for are the people who aren't saying anything. Sure. Like the people who are just like quiet. Cause I don't think that's really a good option either. Right. Now you also talked about, you, you said something about reforming the police and I know that you have a particular interest in law enforcement from a career point of view for yourself down the road. Has any of this changed that or do you still feel like, you know, that, that, that is a, a career path that you're interested in? I mean, I would hope by the time I'm an adult that it's all like better and reformed and sorted out. I mean, I wouldn't want to be like a police officer, but like, like representing the country, then I'd want the country to the law enforcement to be better. As a, as a, as a so it's like in my mind, like, I wouldn't want to, I don't want to represent a like system that's failed. Okay. So you, so, you, so you're hoping that there'll be reform to the system so that by the time you are an adult to join it, it is a system that you can be proud of. Yes. Okay. I just, just, I'm just trying to get your words and understand. Sorry. No, no, no. You're great. You're great. I just, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just asking questions and having a conversation about it, you know? Okay. And when you see like, when you see people who feel differently, like what, what runs through your head? Like, you know, when you see people who say, like you said, like people who say, oh, it's history, we need to, we, or it's my history, we should keep it up, or whatever thing that you disagree with. Um, and I know you're, you're, like you said, you're learning, you're educating, you're, you're, you're paying attention, but, but what, what kind of emotions come out of that? I mean, I definitely would like to correct someone. Like, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to say they're wrong without giving them some sort of like evidence. I mean, I haven't had to do that yet so i wouldn't i couldn't say like from experience but i mean if that were to happen like if someone were to come up to me and say those things to my face which i think people who think that right now or at least some of them like immigrate if they do then they are probably just keeping quiet and i i see that but i wouldn't i would just i want to educate them and try to change their views and not like just say you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong without giving them some evidence that I've looked into, like some proof and some like information statistics. 
Gotcha. No, that's what cool. are your opinions about like the police and stuff? So I think that, and I, I'm not going to limit it to say like a few bad apples kind of thing. I think that there is a, I think there's a systemic problem both with what we police, like and why we police it. Um, you know, I think that it is questionable, you know, why we use police officers to pull people over for everything for speeding or things like that. You know, there's enough technology now. We all know they have red light cameras. They have the ability to give you a speeding ticket camera. If 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 it's important in the in the mind of the government to find us for breaking those laws, we don't necessarily need a live police officer to handle those things, right? Um, I do believe there's places where police officers uh, are important and need to have a presence, but I also do question um, sometimes uh, some of those police officers and and um, the viewpoint. You know, in um, I have been known to say, and you know me, I'm never afraid to say my opinion about things. So I have been known to say that there are government agencies that sometimes um, people suffer from what I refer to as epilitis. Epilitis being the power of having epaulets. Do you know what an epaulet is? No. It's the thing on the top of their uniform with that little thing that goes over their shoulder. Oh, you know, okay. uniforms, right? They're called epaulets. Yeah. And I always like say- Like the little tassels. Yeah, yeah, whatever, right. And they call it, and I call it epilitis because they feel it because they wear the uniform, they have a certain amount of more power. And I do believe that there is a problem with power and control. I talk a lot on the podcast, actually, and other things about what a 21st century leader looks like, um, because I believe that a, that a 19th and a 20th century leader was very, about, was very much about power and control, right? And having money, power, and control over lands, people, what have you. Epilitis is that same, is, is, is that same symptom, because someone feels that because they wear a uniform, they have power and control over others. And that is not policing, right? Yeah. That that like is the abuse. form of right. Then that is the form of those few bad apples. Uh, and again, they're more than a few, perhaps, and and shouldn't be shouldn't be discussed that way. I'm just for for purposes of our discussion. But that to me is problematic, and I would like to see changes. I would like to see uh, those things go away. I would like to change to see a change in 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 what and how we police. Um, and likewise, I mean, you know, I, I am not a believer in the death penalty, for example, um, because we are all, we, because people, juries make mistakes, you know, I'm a lawyer. So, um, yeah. you know, and, and who's to say that the state will get it right. I mean, they've had too many cases of, of people who have been found guilty, who later it's proven they're not. And who are we to, to sentence someone to death? Um, so I think we have a major justice reform needed. We have too many people that we've locked away for too many years in this country. We, um, we tend to have this position about just taking them and throwing them away as, a, as, as, a, as opposed to, to re-educating and finding better ways to deal with, with, um, with criminal activity in this country. And I think we have a problem with mental health in this country and our lack of resources around that. You put all those things together and you wind up in, in this situation, let alone the, the problem about race, color, gender, sexual orientation, um, 
and other and other things that we seem to create biases around. And 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 to me, it all stems back to that issue of power and control. And yeah, that's where we need to. to so now you've got me on a soapbox, but <laughs> but that's I'm the interviewer now. There you go. But to me, that's that's a that's a problem. And I I am excited about your generation because I'm hoping that that we continue to get things better. Right. Yeah. And when people say like all lives matter, then like all those lives that you just talked about, like in prison and all like different races and sexual orientations and ethnicities, like all those lives matter. Like don't say that and only think about white lives and like trying to be against the movement. Like, oh, if you say that, then show me that you're going for everybody, well, not you just and, yourself. Right. You and I talked about that um, because you were posed with that question of, you know, of, of all lives matter. Sure, all lives matter and black lives matter and gay lives matter and, uh, you know, and Indian lives matter and, uh, you know, Everyone. you name it. Right. Exactly. And so just because we we just because we speak of one does not mean that the others don't count too. And it's, but this is that, this is that, that us or them, that, that, that lack of a cohesive we, right? Yeah. And so like it's, it's, it's perfectly okay to, to point on a, to point out a group and say their lives matter. It is perfectly okay to do that. That is like not saying that they matter. It's just highlighting them on the paper full of everybody. Right. Like does it's not... just shedding spotlight because they need it right it could exactly and so i i i i wish and i hope that we can get um better on that right and and get past some of those those kinds of issues if we can start to and again i think you know your generation um is is the the best so far but the interesting thing is of course no baby is born racist, right? No yeah. baby is born uh, bigoted or anything else. That comes from their how they grow up and who they grow up around and what they learn from from the adults that are around them. So yeah. to say your generation is better, yes, it is. And yes, you have more voices to hear from. But at the same time, as long as those other voices are saying ugly, hateful things, then some of this problem will continue. And we have to keep working to stamp it out, right? And yeah. not just not just give it words, but actually take action and and truly call it out and point out point out um, racism and other things when we see it and say that cannot stand. Like you said, there may be some kids in your school who feel that way and they're keeping quiet right now because they know that perhaps they don't you know they don't want to speak that way, which is good. Um, even better if they change, they don't feel that way, right? Even better yeah. if they, because, you know, what you have to hope for is that, is that they, is that they are questioning things that they have learned up till now. And they're wondering if maybe they, they, they were wrong in, in their feelings. And that's why they're being quiet about it. And to hope that, right? Yeah. And maybe them being quiet is just like them being quiet and not having to do with them not believing and everything. But, you know, I still think doing something shows others, like, it's good, like, to show other people your political view and your activism. 
right I mean, your school is you know your school was is predominantly white kids but you have a but there's a good mix of of other ethnicity of other ethnicities and races within your school more so than probably how i grew up yeah i still don't think it's like enough i don't know like just like going to the conference and stuff like just seeing how it could be like with everybody like seeing all these kids from all different schools from all different states and countries even like i just thought back to our school and like it is i mean it's better probably than your school was but it's still i don't think there sure so you'd like to see even more diversity within within your school yes do you think that's true for the like within the teaching community too like the teachers that you should have a greater diversity of teachers yeah i mean like thinking back on like teachers and like if i think back then i just think on a bunch of like white teachers like maybe like a handful of not like not like not like poc teachers but i just think of a lot and like i think it's good for kids who are of color to like see teachers and like see people who they can relate with like teaching them sure so that's all part of 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 hopefully a better more 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 equal type of country but even better to get to get to the point that that's that the world the world looks like that maybe yeah i know it's one step at a time i you know i'm not trying to <laughs> But you know me, I, anything I jump onto, I want to, I want to see it through. Do hopefully. it. Yeah, do it. Right. Exactly. So anyway, well, this is a good conversation today. And yeah. uh, I know that, that uh, we're going to continue uh, to do this the next couple of weeks. And if, um, if your sister decides to join us, that would be cool one week. If your friends want to join, you can tell them and uh, mm -hmm. we can hear a more varied opinion because I think it's important. I want to spend some time in the coming weeks and talk about, you know, things that, that, that your generation are into and it could be the brands, it could be the types of things, what, what other things are matter to you. Because I think that when I talk to my general business audience here, understanding what the future consumers of, of America look like is going to be key for, for them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Can the people let you know, like, what topics they want to hear, like, talked about? Absolutely. Uh, we, we always welcome people to, um, to make uh, comments, suggestions, write us emails to uh, info at corporatethought.com. We're all about trying to, uh, to grow, the, uh, grow our audience and, and, and meet the needs of our audience. Do it. Including, including the, the, the new emerging teenage listeners of podcast audience. <laughs> We're going to start I a whole new section. <laughs> yeah. Do you listen to podcasts? I listen to some. Yeah. Which I, ones I'm do you not like? as much like I listen to music or anything. But I listen to like true crime and like the moth. Oh, you like the, I like the moth. Yeah. With like mama. Yeah. And do you ever listen to this American life? yeah that one's too. good too i haven't listened to the true crime ones you'll have to show me you have to share with me the ones you listen to uh -huh. kind of like criminal minds right there yeah i know you like criminal minds on tv so anyway 
Okay. Well, um, we will keep this conversation going for the next few weeks. Thanks thank for, you. Thank you. So that was the first episode with my daughter, Anna Lee. She will be joining me behind the microphone uh, for the next few weeks. And thereafter, we will be bringing you new conversations with entrepreneurs, business leaders, and thought leaders as we get back to our more traditional style show. In the meanwhile, please take a moment and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And please rate and review us as well. We love those five-star ratings. We appreciate you all so much for your continued support and for listening. Have a great day.